Rock and welcome back. I'm Nick Longo and this is the newest episode from Thatcher Valley Center where we're empowering and educating through advocacy. And I am Dustin Sullivan. We are back for the third time this month to celebrate Developmental Disability Month. We are here with a guest from Thatcher Valley Center to talk to us about the Smart House. Yeah, we're really excited to have Nikki Bowen on the show with us today. Hi guys, I'm really excited to be here today to talk a little more about the Smart House. So Nikki, before we get into information about the Smart House, tell us a little about yourself. I'm the SSA Director here at Blainter Valley Center, and I've been here about seven and a half years, and over the seven and a half years I've been an SSA and an SSA Manager, and just over the years have worked into the Director position, and I do live here in Finley, so Always excited to be a part of what's going on in our community. It is great to have you with us today. You're here to talk to us a little about the Smart House that is in the works. How did the idea of the Smart House come up? We'd been hearing through the SSA department that a lot of people were interested in moving out on their own, but they were concerned and a little scared about what that would look like. So we started talking about ways that we could offer some reassurance and some trial runs and had heard that a neighboring county had what was called a smart house and gave people that opportunity. So we just decided to make our own. So where is the smart house located? It's actually going to be located right next to BBC, uh, next to our administration building. There's a two-story duplex. Um, it's to the west of our building and we plan on having the smart house on the first floor. What kind of remodeling is going on? A lot. There's definitely a lot going on. It's an older building, so our first step is to actually make sure it's all accessible, get countertops, a lot of that aesthetic stuff updated, and then we're going to work on getting the technology put in. Can you tell us about some of the technology we might see when it's complete? Yes. So the home will have a lot of different options. I'm sure I'm only going to touch on a few here. Uh, we plan on doing a keyless entry to the home. There's going to be a ring bell camera. So as somebody were to approach the door, you could see through a tablet who's on the other side before they answer the door. Um, in addition to that, one on the front door will probably do additional motion detected cameras on the back door. So again, whoever is staying there can see who's there before they answer. We'd also like to get some sensors for the stove and faucets and how we hear that looks is that if you were to be cooking on the stove and forget to turn it off, if you're away from it for a certain period of time, it'll shut off by itself. And then we also be looking at um, potentially some smart lights, some Alexa type stuff. Really the possibilities are pretty endless. Will this all have access to remote supports? Yes. The remote supports will be based off what the person needs or wants. So some people may choose to have their family on the other side of the remote monitoring equipment, while other people may already have a provider that they're working with, so we'll work with that provider to get it set up. Will this work like a FaceTime call then? Some of it does. Is I know um, one of the features of it is through a tablet, so yeah, somebody could literally be face-to-face -face with you on the other end. It's all about how the person chooses to set it up. So how will the process work? Is this just a uh, model or a trial house to see what tech would work best for certain people or will somebody move in? We're going to do a model trial house only. 
So we are going to give people the opportunity where they could just come in and tour and just see what devices are available. In addition to that, when we talk about it being a trial house, we do want to give people the opportunity to stay in it for an entire weekend and have that remote supports on the other side. And we're not going to set limits on if somebody needs to use it for weekends until they're comfortable. We'll kind of go based off what the person's needs are. Will other counties be able to tour or utilize this house? for individuals. We are definitely open to this idea. We're going to start with Hancock County as our focus and then if we hear of some interest we would absolutely be open to considering that. Are there any homes that utilize any of this technology already? What do they use? We do have some other people in our county who are currently using remote supports and remote technology. Uh, some of the things that they use are the ring doorbells, the motion cameras, and emergency response systems. How will this home benefit the individuals served by the board? We're hoping it'll provide people with the confidence and reassurance that they need to become more independent and live their lives with meaning and purpose. So ultimately, it's to get more independence and people to be out on their own. This all sounds fantastic. Is there anything else you'd like to add today? Uh, just the fact that we're really excited about uh, the Smart House being up and running. We've been talking about it for, I'd say, almost a year now. So actually seeing it come to light and seeing it happen and people start using it, it's pretty exciting. Great. I can't wait to see it. We'll be having Tech Ambassador joining us next week to share some more information about living more independently with tech supports. Thanks for joining us today, Nikki. It was great to hear about this upcoming opportunity for people served by the Board of Developmental Disabilities. Uh, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited that I got to come today and that you're also doing a series around remote supports. I think it's a great opportunity for the people we support. It was great having you on the show. That's all we have time for today. Keep an eye out for our next episode on Spotify and don't forget to follow Glacier Valley Center on Facebook and Instagram to never miss out on the action. And remember, inclusion is key. Bye.